Thank you very much, Tala. Um, it is a great pleasure um, to welcome and introduce Minister Simon Harris to the QQI conference here today and to launch this exciting new initiative. May I take this opportunity to thank the Minister uh, for his support for all QQI endeavours and for the scale of his ambition for learners in our education system. Um, in challenging all of us, uh, I think we can agree that the Minister does not uh, so much ask why, but why not. The Global Academic Integrity Network, again, is a joint initiative led by QQI and our sister organisation in Australia, the Tertiary Education Quality and Standards Agency, TEXA. This is a new and ambitious development, bringing together like-minded agencies and organisations internationally covering many angles around fraud and threats to our education system. We will work collaboratively in sharing information and combating the global threats posed by companies offering and promoting cheating services. From our perspective, it's very important that providers and other international organizations understand that upholding academic integrity is essential. It is a core issue, it's cross-disciplinary and it is cross-sectoral. It is not part-time, it is not optional, or it is not a temporary choice. It goes to the heart of quality in our system. So I would like to hand over to the Minister now to officially launch the Global Network on behalf of QQI and TEXA and the many other founding member organisations here today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you so much, Joanne, for the warm welcome. Thank you very much uh, to Porik and to all the team here at QQI uh, for inviting me to be here for what really I think we have two purposes here uh, today. I think the first is to really congratulate uh, and say a happy anniversary, happy 10th anniversary uh, to QQI, to thank you uh, for all that you've done, uh, to thank you for all that you've achieved in that decade, a decade of commitment to integrity, to the highest standards, a decade of commitment to educational standards uh, in Ireland. You've made a massive, massive contribution uh, to our education landscape here in this country. Uh, and I really wanted to be here today to acknowledge and thank you and the whole team in QQI, all the board members led ably by Joanne for the amount of work that you've done. QQI has achieved a really significant number of milestones. You've agreed new quality assurance procedures with a range of higher and further education and training providers. You've developed and implemented higher education review cycles. You've undertaken the first ever review of quality in our education and training boards. And these are just a few um, of the things that you've managed to achieve over the last number of years, as well as fulfilling uh, your most important role as being the custodian uh, of our national framework of qualifications. I must say I first had the opportunity to begin working with QQI in my role as minister during the COVID pandemic. Uh, and I want to very publicly today acknowledge the instrumental role you played at that time uh, in supporting education and training providers in their transition, an overnight transition in many cases, uh, from traditional educational provision uh, to remote provision to online learning, and in ensuring that while all this transition happened, that quality was maintained, that we could continue to have confidence in our education system and in our qualifications framework uh, during a time of great uncertainty. So thank you very much uh, to everybody in QQI for all that you've achieved. We talk an awful lot 
in my department about creating a unified third level education system, about creating a tertiary education system where we break down silos and where everybody works together and pulls together and the learner is at the heart and at the core of all that we do. When I look at QQI, you're ahead of us. That's what you're doing. Uh, QQI is the only agency under my remit uh, that already has further education and training, higher education, public, private. You have all of the various strands that we need uh, when we're talking about a unified third level education system. And I'm also really proud of the work that you have done and continue to do in relation to micro-credentials. I think this country is playing a leading role in the development and rollout of micro-credentials. And I think we all want to do more and accelerate uh, the provision of micro-credentials. And of course, I also have to acknowledge the massive body of work you've been doing uh, with colleagues in facilitating the recognition of qualifications held by Ukrainian citizens and enabling our educational institutions to better respond to the needs of people who arrive here uh, fleeing a horrific illegal war on the continent of Europe and the greatest humanitarian crisis any of us have ever lived through. So today's anniversary does provide us with, I think, an important opportunity to publicly say thank you, to acknowledge and to reflect on those achievements, to strengthen strategic partnerships. It's great to be able to, to come together in person at conferences like this again, and to consider alongside national and international experts the strengths of our existing qualifications and quality assurances systems, and also how we can best work together to implement change for the better. Because you know better than I, there's never a room for complacency or standing still when it comes to quality qualifications and standards. So I and my department look very much look forward to continuing to work with QQI to deliver on a common vision, a vision of an Ireland that offers diverse, high quality, further and higher education opportunities, and crucially an Ireland and an education system that enables learners no matter who they are, what gender they are, what part of Ireland they come from, what their mother or father did before them, to reach their full potential through qualifications that are widely valued and protected uh, nationally and, and internationally. Turning to this afternoon's plenary session, the theme Integrity for Life um, is especially timely and it's apt considering we're gathering during National Academic Integrity Week 2022. The integrity of our higher education sector is one of the key values set out in my department's own statement of strategy. The strategy sets out the path for Ireland to become a leading knowledge economy with recognition internationally in areas of higher education, research and innovation. And the reputation of our higher education sector and our third level education sector is absolutely key to achieving this national objective. Supporting a culture of high standards, high quality and academic integrity is critical to protecting the world-class reputation of Irish higher education. We all know reputation is something people can take for granted and perhaps it's only missed after it's lost. But we know how hard, how hard earned a reputation is and we know how easily uh, it can be lost. And that's why it's so important that we continue to work together collaboratively to protect that reputation around standards and quality in Ireland. Unfortunately, this is happening against a backdrop, a difficult backdrop and one we must be honest about and one we must face up to because academic misconduct is a growing problem globally. Uh, the provision of academic cheating services, or contract cheating as it's known, is now a global industry, frighteningly, worth a billion euro, an industry worth a billion euro that has leveraged the increase in online learning and activity in recent years. Technology and innovation and all that is good about it uh, is also competing with the fact that criminals are putting that technology to misuse 
They're exploiting our young people. They're exploiting our education system. And we need to, to grapple together nationally and internationally because this is a global problem as to how we can resolve this. The facilitation of learner cheating by commercial custom writing services or essay mills as they're known and attempts by criminal actors to entice students into deceptive or fraudulent activity is an increasing concern for educators right across the world. This is a new and growing form of cybercrime and we should call it out for what it is. It is cybercrime and it prevents a significant threat to academic integrity and it risks reputational damage to our entire education systems. In seeking to address these challenges, it is really important that we understand the pressures that students face. I really want to emphasize this point. Um, we need to look at how we can crack down on things. Of course we do. But we also have to look at what drives a student uh, into this situation. We have to look at the student well-being. We have to look uh, at the societal context in which a student lives today uh, in Ireland and globally. We have to be conscious of the pressures that students face and how that can drive them uh, to engage perhaps in academic cheating and particularly the specific challenges faced by vulnerable student cohorts, be they first year students, final year students, students encountering academic or other difficulties. Some students may lack confidence or feel anxious about their studies or their career choices and feel a, an overwhelming pressure. Uh, and SA Mill services take advantage of, they prey on these vulnerabilities and they're profiting uh, in the process. The tactics used by exam and essay cheating services to reach learners are becoming increasingly sophisticated and they're becoming more predatory. These organizations may extort, they may blackmail students, meaning that engaging in contract cheating can have far-reaching repercussions for learners, extending far beyond further and higher education and training into their careers and their wider life. So supports to address the many concerns that students may have are available, and it's important that students are made aware of these supports, that they're made aware of how to access them, and that we continue to adopt that pastoral, if that's the correct approach, in terms of the signposting and delivery of student support services. It's no good having student support services available over here, over here, over here, if they're not done in a way that are easily accessible uh, to students and easily understood as well. So while the opportunities for online cheating may have increased as technology continues to develop, Ireland's higher education institutions do have, and I'm proud of this, a strong track record in preventing, deterring, and detecting breaches of academic integrity. We have been in this country to the forefront of introducing measures to challenge anyone involved in facilitating such online practices. And as you'll be aware, in 2019, we became the first country in Europe to enact legislation to specifically address the issue of contract cheating with additional powers being given to QQI uh, to prosecute SA mills and other forms of academic cheating. The introduction of this legislation has been further supported by the really important work undertaken uh, by QQI and the National Academic Integrity Network to raise awareness, to promote and to reassert academic integrity. The network and our higher education providers have been working collectively to embed academic infrastructures and cultures within the higher education systems to ensure that reputation that I've discussed is protected and indeed to protect the learner. Pleased to say that the impact of this work is already evident. We're seeing it in actions being undertaken by providers to update their integrity policies and their procedures, and now in the appointment of academic integrity officers within Irish higher education institutions. My department, I'm pleased to say, is also supporting our institutions in providing opportunities to strengthen and sustain academic integrity through the provision of funding, including a 6.4 million euro tranche of funding through what we call the Strategic Alignment of Teaching and Learning Enhancement Funding in Higher Education. We don't really do snappy titles, but it's a very good initiative. 
the key objective of this work on academic integrity is ultimately to protect students. I mean, that's what this is about. We want to protect the system, but in, by protecting students, we protect the system. So we need to constantly bring this back to keeping the, the learner at the center, at the core, at the forefront of our mind in all initiatives that we roll out. We need to enable students to be able to participate fully in third level education. We need to make sure that our third level education system is supported, resourced, and culturally um, enhanced to facilitate the personal development uh, of a young or not so young person. We look to our higher education institutions these days to support the overall development uh, of an individual beyond just their academic, um, academic development. And this is key to enabling them to realize their full potential and to strengthen their original voice without the threat of unscrupulous or predatory companies and individuals compromising their learning opportunities. By protecting our students in this way and by embedding that culture of integrity in our higher education institutions, academic integrity in fact in turn protects wider society. Employers and the public need to have confidence that our graduates have actually acquired the knowledge and the skills associated with their qualifications. And the predatory behavior of those offering cheating services erodes that confidence and if left unchecked, devalues the hard work of those who've succeeded on their own merit and can undermine public confidence in vital public services. And while Ireland and other individual jurisdictions are taking enormous strides to combat academic cheating, the global nature of this issue requires a global solution. We clearly need to work together. Many of these large cheating operations are complex in their makeup, they're forming international webs of organizations that work together to sell essays and assignments, to provide fake qualifications, and to engage in other fraudulent behavior that undermines that integrity. I'm really pleased that the Australian Tertiary Education Quality and Standard Agency is a pioneer in the area of academic integrity. This is an agency that has led the implementation of academic integrity legislation in Australia and has been working collaboratively with education providers, their staff and their learners to protect the reputation and qualifications of that country. Alongside them, QQI has been recognized as a global leader in the protection of academic integrity. These two agencies, geographically very far apart, have been closely working together to share information, to share approaches in promoting academic integrity and combating those who wish to undermine it. And they're now seeking to build on and to broaden out this model to include other national and international regulators and agencies to ensure that coherent global approach that will aim to stamp out contract cheating. The collaborative work of both agencies has led to the establishment of the Global Academic Integrity Network, or GAIN, and I'm really delighted to formally launch this network this afternoon. I want to commend both agencies for their leadership, for their innovation, for their determination in collectively establishing this new international education alliance. If the criminals are getting organized on a global level, we're gonna get better organized on a global level. And working together as part of GAIN will allow education regulators and will allow agencies from across the globe to exchange that wealth of diverse knowledge, research and experience to share approaches to combating cheating and other forms of academic fraud. We can't work in silos in relation to this. We simply cannot afford to if we're serious about tackling this issue, supporting learners and protecting academic integrity. Because academic integrity, it's for life. Those who learn with integrity will go on to act with personal, professional and civic integrity. It is a public good that we should and we must value. GAIN and other collaborative global efforts will assist in protecting our citizens from those unscrupulous actions of cheating organizations 
and will help ensure that learners, no matter what stage of their learning they're at, across that continuum of learning, whether they're engaging in further education, training, higher education, lifelong learning, are supported to act with integrity. So I really look forward to the perspectives being shared this afternoon from Helen and from Porik uh, and from others representing the co-founders of GAIN, as well as other national and international colleagues uh, at, your, at your afternoon's plenary session. But let me conclude by where I began, by thanking QQI for all that you've achieved, by thanking Ireland and Australia's regulators for working together in leading in the establishment of this global academic integrity network. I believe now if we get on with implementing and driving forward this work, we'll look back uh, on this gathering, Crow Park in Dublin, as a key moment, a key moment where the world's regulators came together where institutions across the globe came together and said, enough is enough. We're going to step up our action here. We're going to work together. We're going to support our learners. We're going to support our education system. And we're going to take on this criminality. Gervmila Malbuf.